Hey, welcome to your Time In Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Shepard. I'm also the founder of Your Coaching Company. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to join us. Um, your Time In is about checking in back into life, okay? So whether you're taking a break from something that you always wanted to do or there's a dream that you want to start and you're struggling to start it, this is the podcast for you. Break time is over. Let's jump in. Good afternoon, everybody. First uh, episode on Wednesdays at 7. This will be our new streaming time. We'll go live uh, most Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You to see me, some new guests coming on and everything like that. We had to switch and transition over from Saturdays um, just because we have some life events going on on Saturdays and Sundays now. Um, and it seemed like a better opportunity to be on Wednesday night. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. You know, we look forward to spending a midweek with you. Um, today's episode, I just want to kind of like just kick it back a little bit and tell you guys a story uh, about a pivoting moment in my life, something that happened to me um, that kind of got me on the journey that I am on right now and actually changed my life for the better. Um, with that said, I'm just going to go ahead and jump into storytelling mode, okay? So for y'all to better understand kind of the gist of, of what happened, right, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to show you a map. This is where I grew up, all right? So this is good old Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, we zoom out so you can see Fayetteville. That's where I'm from. That's why I, was, I wasn't born here. I was actually born in San Antonio, Texas, but I lived my whole life in Fayetteville. Um, it's a great place to grow up. Uh, for everybody who's still there, keep representing, try not to get in. And for everybody who made it out, Congratulations, we made it out. <laughs> but always go home and visit and always remember where you came from. True facts, right? Okay? All right, so <clears throat> I dropped out a little known fact. So before we get into the share screen stuff, um, about 2007 was my sophomore year of college. And a lot of people don't know this, but after my sophomore year of college, I took some time away, took a little sabbatical, as you would call it. Um, did community college at Fayetteville Tech and realized that community college is actually harder than four-year college because they have people holding you accountable. Um, they have teachers holding you accountable. It's smaller class sizes, more intimate. There's a lot less you can get away with than a big lecture call, a hall of, let's say, 300, 400 people. So um, in 2006, I started my collegiate career and it ended in 2007, fall of 2007. I did not come back from my spring semester in 2007. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life and, you know, I just wasn't doing as good in school as I thought, you know, it was easy in high school, it was a little harder in, in college. Um, so that transition, you know, navigating that transition was a little difficult for me. Um, I also had, you know, some pre-adolescent problems, like I had a girlfriend, she lived far away and that stress came in and then you know, I, was, um, I wasn't actually partying my freshman and sophomore year. I actually didn't party to my senior year of college, but I was in the library all the time. I wasn't really sleeping. Um, so things like that, okay? Um, I had some some family stuff going on, and it just took a toll on me, wore me down, beat me down. So I ended up um, withdrawing from first semester sophomore year and then um, leaving NC State. Go with that. Um leaving NC State to go back home to Fayetteville, North Carolina uh, in 2008, beginning of 2008. So 
that part is kind of important to the story just because it's kind of the foundation of uh, where my mind was and my mindset was. Um, you flashback even younger. I say my stepdad had me working doing irrigation systems when I was like 12 years old. And I, I'm so thankful for it. It created a work ethic in me that's like, I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. I don't mind um, hard work, labor intensive work. I don't mind any of that. Uh, I've been working since I was about 12 years old. So I'm no stranger to work. And that was kind of one of the things that's like, well, if I just go back home, I could just work. And I was trapped in that mindset. Um, and that was a little different for me. It was a little uh, awakening for me. Uh, when I got back, I ended up moving in with my sister. And so we'll, we'll, we'll jump in um, now back to showing y'all the map, right? So let me bring this back up. So me and my sister, we actually moved into our childhood home. Um, it was right here on Alder Road. It was 1930 Alder Road. So we live right here. All right. It's the second house right here on this corner. That's where I grew up, actually. So that's the home that I was raised in. That's the home I was familiar with. When I was also growing up, my aunt, she lived over here on Aspen Circle, okay? This was Douglas Bird uh, High School District. This is all I knew, everything. So when I got out of college um, and moved back in, my sister was already living in this house. So it was an extra bedroom. My sister's bedroom going up, and I asked if I could move in. I secured two jobs. So I was going to a community college and I was working at Coldstone Creamery. Shout out to Miss Faith, the manager, the best manager ever, best manager I've ever had actually to date. Um, first ever job before I even went to like actual job with a paycheck before I went to college. So she let me come back. Then I was also working at right up the street at Lowe's, um, which is also on Skywell Road. And so I was holding down two jobs and going to community college, thinking I was doing things. I was doing enough for Fayetteville, for sure. Um, I had two jobs and I was going to community college. Uh, so I was doing a lot better than a lot of people I knew. But at the same time, I was still kind of struggling. And the pivoting moment I had was this real humbling experience for me. So I dropped out of community college because I was like, oh, I got two jobs. I was just focusing on the two jobs. It was a bit much. I still hadn't quite figured out uh, the life stuff that I was dealing with. So I had the two jobs. I hadn't quite figured out the life part yet. And I dropped out of community college. So not only had I dropped out of four-year collegiate um, at NC State, I then dropped out of Fayetteville Tech Community College, which was kind of hard for me to do because my mom, she worked at Fayetteville Tech. So it was one of those things was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't say shoot, but. It was one of the things like, you know, mama rode me for a little bit, but I had two jobs. You know, I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to live life right now and trying to make sense of it all. Um, so what ended up happening to me, uh, let me switch back to this. Mode. So what ended up happening to me is one day I had worked a shift at Coldstone. Okay. I had, then I had a night shift at Lowe's the same day. So what I did was I worked the morning shift at Coldstone. I drove back, which is not far. I mean, it's on Skybo Road. It's like 10, 15 minutes. I drove back to my house. I took a shower and a nap. To got, got in my clothes on and got ate a little bit of food because I didn't have much now, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a struggle bus. I didn't have much. Ate a little bit of food, had my belly full, got in the car, was rushing to work. Uh, if you know me, I, I tend to air on the side of danger with timeliness, um, which I work on in coaching. So 
free plug to my country cousin. Um, but I ended up coming down here. So I leave here, right? Now, mind you, this is this this all happened in like five minutes, if that. I get out, I get out of the car. I mean, I get in the car, pull out here, make this here. There's a stop sign right here. I never stop here. I grew up here. I understand these streets. I never stop here. I always just roll my, my one of my childhood friends used to live right here. I make that left without even hesitating. I get out here. Now I usually stop right here on Aspen and Fryer. I did not stop on Aspen and Fryer. I get to Fryer and Wingate and get pulled over. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I'm mad. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't believe this joke. Out of all the things that the police can be doing right now in this neighborhood, y'all pulling me over. And I didn't know why he was pulling me over. And so he was actually, he was actually coming down the street right here. According to him, he was coming down the street right here and he saw me just turn. And so he flagged me, you know, I pulled over right here. This is the elementary school I actually went to. So I pulled over right here. I didn't pull over in the parking lot. There's a little, it's a little bin right here on Friar. Um, so what ended up happening is I was blasting Lil Wayne, The Sky is the Limit. I don't know if y'all remember that song, but I was I was blasting that. The next song that came on was Smokey Norfolk. Um, thank goodness for praying mothers. And it was on my playlist. It was a, uh, I never could have made it, right? So I, I'm listening to that. And I have it blasting. You know, I had the two, I had the two twelves in the Acura Integra. It was bumping. I didn't turn on the music for the police officer, but by the time he got to my window, y'all, it was playing Smokey Norfolk. Never could have made it. And I was, I rolled down the window, and I was just like, "Good afternoon, officer. How can I help you?" He's like, "Do you know I pulled you over?" I was like, "No, I have no idea why you pulled me." I was like, "I just left my house." I was like, "It couldn't. I couldn't have been speeding." And he just looked at me. And he said, "You ran the stop sign." I said, "Okay, <laughs> like, sorry. Like, can I, you know?" And then he started asking me. He just started digging in and asking me all these questions, you know. And now that I'm older, I don't think he was trying to be an asshole, but you know, I wasn't. I wasn't as receptive um, of dealing with that kind of authoritative figure as I am now. I was like 18, 19 years old. So I mean, I I didn't really want to. I had I actually didn't even want to pursue a career in law enforcement at that point in time. Fast forward, I would later, but um, at that time, I just I was just trying to get to work. You know what I mean? And he was he was gonna make me late. For my second job and i needed that paycheck and you know he was like hold tight and I, I was like man this is some bullshit so i i'm sitting in the car waiting he's taking forever y'all he's taking forever he comes back he said where are you going he said why why are you in such a rush where are you going I, i'm like i'm going to work he said well are you running late i said yeah he's like i'm like yeah i just i just left my first job I live right up the corner. I just got out the shower and I'm headed to my second job. He said, your second job? I said, yes, I have two jobs. Like, I need to go get my second job. He goes, huh, do you know how much a uh, how much this ticket is? I said, you going to give me a ticket, man? He said, do you know how much it is? I said, I know the court cost is like 125 I don't know how much it is for running stop sign. I'm like, I can't, can I get a warning or something? He said, he said, can you afford this ticket? And I'm like, shoot. You know, it's one of them things like in life until somebody humbles you, you don't you, you be thinking you're doing the most and, and you got everything together. But like in that moment in time, I knew that if he took that time and he wrote me that ticket, y'all, 
I couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to keep it real. Like, I did not have the money to pay that ticket. So it didn't it didn't occur to me, you know, I'm driving around, I'm I'm reckless, like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm speeding, I used to always speed and everything, never got in trouble and everything like that. But I like I never it's not that I never faced consequences. I mean, there's always consequences and actions. I've always faced some type of adversity that I've always overcome. But in that moment, it was just very humbling. It's like, man, I had to like deeper than what he had said. Like he asked me if I could afford the ticket, and my instinct, like instant answer was no, I couldn't. And it just got me like really thinking like, yo, you're not even supposed to be here right now. Like you working nonstop. You work every day. You get maybe one day off. You got two jobs and you can't afford a stop sign ticket. You can't afford the court costs. You can't afford the lawyer. So not only are you going to have to eat this ticket, you're going to have to eat the court costs. Then you're going to have to go to court, sit in court, which means you got to take time off from your job. To go sit and fight the ticket because you can't pay for a lawyer to go fight for the ticket for you. So um all that, all that, all that passed through my head in that moment. I say all that to say, like, he actually let me off with a warning and he was like, listen, go to your job, make your money, but think about what you're doing before you do it. And he said, you know, I'm proud of you for for having two jobs. He said, but if you can't, if you don't make it to your second job, what's the point of even having two jobs? And I was like, yo, that's real. So um, that moment right there is the, is where my life kind of pivoted. Um, I ended up going back to NC State, ended up graduating from NC State class of 2012, um, ended up joining a fraternity, learning Theta Phi, um, ended up still working. I worked when I went back to the university. I ended up getting a job as a maintenance worker, changing toilet, uh, wax toilet bowls. If you don't know what that is, the, the thing like underneath your toilet, that's called a wax plug. You put that in first. Them things is nasty. I did that in college. I changed light bulbs, cleaned people's refrigerators. I did maintenance. While everybody was partying and stuff, I was I was working on campus um, at the grad the international grad students house. Like we built a garden. We did all this stuff, all these projects, labor intensive stuff. Uh, I remember all my friends was going out and like having fun and stuff. And I they like you come in. I'm like I gotta go to work. And then after work, I got to go to the library. And then after the library, I got to go to sleep. So, you know, senior year, though, I will say senior year, I party. I had a good time senior year. I learned how to relax. I learned, you know, um, how to be more timely and how, how to be more effective. Um, but had it not been for that police officer pulling me over and, and giving me a warning over a stop sign, like literally stop sign, I probably would have never left Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'd be in Fayetteville, North Carolina right now. Uh, I probably would have still been working two jobs. Um, like, real talk, I, I had no plans on leaving Fayetteville. Like, it was all I knew. I was good at it. I mean, I never I never had no troubles, really. Um, I was cool with a lot of people. I, nobody really messed with me. I didn't mess with nobody. So, like, Fayetteville was a cool place for me. Um, at Cold Stone, had opportunities to go down. Um, they were talking about me being a manager down in Myrtle Beach. I would have my life would have looked a whole lot different than it does now. And um, that's all just off of planning. You know, I became a planner after that moment. I started planning everything out. I started to enjoy life. I started to not work so hard or figure out what I could do to set myself up and just started being a student of life. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, like when you're younger, you get away with a lot of stuff. Uh, but as you get older, you realize that the stuff you got away with. Or the stuff you've been through is all for a reason. You know, it gets you to where you're supposed to be. 
Uh, fast forward now, I've been with my current job since 2013. I only have one job and I have two businesses. I have Your Time In Podcast and I also have Your Coaching Company. So I own two businesses in addition to my job. Um, I'm a full-time husband, father, son. Uh, I, I don't take life too seriously, but I like to enjoy the moments of it. I like to help people get past whatever moment they need to have or experience to get back on track. It took that to happen for me to unpause my life. I had hit the pause button on my own life in that moment. I had no bigger dreams, no bigger plans. I was just going to work, work, work and stack money. I had no idea what I was going to do with the money. You know, I didn't really have a career in mind. I was just working, you know. I, I wasn't thinking, oh, maybe if at Lowe's, I'll just go managerial track or, oh, maybe at Cold Stone, I'd take this opportunity. Um I'm glad I didn't take this opportunity in Myrtle Beach. It was it was really good opportunity, but what ended up happening was um, they wanted me to come on as the assistant manager, which wasn't salary. It was actually still hourly, which means I'd had to work crazy hours in a place where you know I didn't have a support system. I didn't have anything kind of like to fall back on or anything like that. So everything happens for a reason. You know, I moved up here. I got two beautiful children now. Um, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy my full-time job. I enjoy both of my part-time jobs. Um, you know, I ain't working as hard as I used to. Um, and even so, it's stuff that I thoroughly enjoy doing. So I said that was my pivoting moment. I mean, it don't sound like much, but everything and every bit of me that I am today is because of that one interaction that I had, you know, and I agree with you, Trey, like, everything does happen for a reason. You know, if you experience something, it's because you're supposed to experience that thing. What you do in that though, is you define that moment. So like, if you experience something, you taking it as negative and you don't take something away from it, that's on you. You know, you get to choose, you get to, to operate how you want to operate. So, you know, be mindful of, of what you get into and, and just choose to grow. That's all you can do in that moment. Um, so this 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 journey right here has been very enjoyable. Um, it's definitely a different track than what it was. I have fun now. Like I'll just be chilling. Um, I like doing this podcast thing. I'm gonna always do this podcast thing. I'm always gonna make time for this podcast thing. Luckily, my wife supports me. Uh, she hold down for for the thirty minutes I'm on the show. Uh, like I said, I love to have more and more people on here. If you got something you want to share, it don't matter how simple you think it is to yourself. That doesn't mean that somebody not going to take something away from that experience or that they're not going through that same thing that you're going through. So I, I would like to use this platform to reach everybody that's like you, everybody that's um, not like you, everybody that has something to say, doesn't have something to say. Like it don't matter. Like come on here. Hopefully the community will come on here and support you. Um, and we all just grow together. I want people to learn stuff from uh, your story, your experiences. I want people to learn stuff from my story and my experiences. Most importantly, though, I just want to have a conversation because I feel like a lot of times people don't tell you that they see you. They don't tell you that they recognize you. They don't tell you that um, you've done something monumental in their lives. And that's where I want to do. I want to I want to acknowledge the struggle, the realness of it, the success of it. You know, putting in those hours, every guest I've had on here so far has been doing amazing things. And they're just they're not just ordinary people. You know what I mean? They're everyday people doing extremely ordinary things. That's the way I look at it. It's like 
it's easy for us to sit back and say, well, dang, that's easy. But like, let's take D-Ron, for example. He putting in hours and hours in the gym. It's basically a second job. You got to take time to acknowledge that type of commitment. You got Chrissy. Chrissy out here doing all things in the music world, right? She 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 got some stuff coming up. We're going to try to get her back on the show, but she got some stuff coming up. And it's just like, how? How do you, how do you have the time to do everything extra? Oh, what's up, D-Ron? Checking in. Um, but it's, it's, it's that thing, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get Brandon back on here. I really miss the, the Bicycle Boys. We need to kick it again. But, you know, I just – it's nice to talk to people. It's nice to have um, everybody here. You know, if you don't want to listen, you don't got to. You can tune out, but share it before you go, because you never know who in your timeline or your story needed to hear it. You know what I mean? Um, but thank y'all for rocking with me. We will keep the interviews at thirty minutes, but if I ever get on here, just kick it. I'm gonna kick it. If y'all got questions and stuff, I'll come in here talk to y'all a little bit. Um, I'm working. We got two new guests coming, so we got. Uh, Kayla coming on here. She's a coach. I've known her for a little over a year now. Um, got Caroline coming on here. She's a game developer. Uh, real estate agent coming on. Probably going to have Chrissy back. So we're going to diversify our guests, and hopefully that diversifies our audience. All right? But y'all take it easy. Thank you for walking it with me. This has been Your Time In podcast. Break time's over. It's time to check in. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. See y'all later.